You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. If you right now don't have many bookings, or you're just starting out and you need to get some more bookings, or maybe you're looking for your first lead or your first client, your first booking, today I talk with Joy Samora. He's an incredible wedding photographer and educator based in Spain. And instead of me interviewing him, we just have an open discussion, share a few stories about how we would go about finding our first lead and what we actually did in our careers to find our first leads and book out our first years full of work. It's really interesting. I think some things are going to surprise you. As always, tons of value. I think quite a few people will get a couple of light bulb moments. You will see a pattern, I guess, when I talk to all these educators from all around the world that have tremendous amounts of success, you kind of notice they show up very differently to what the majority, what everybody else shows up. Because a lot of people, we show up just trying to please Instagram. But the most successful people that I've seen in our industry as a wedding photographer or as a creative entrepreneur, they usually come from a place of service where they build something that they love, that they're passionate about, and then they just get out there and don't allow them to have any excuses and they just get to work and find their clients. So the question I always ask myself is where are my clients? And I think it's a really important question because a lot of the times we get stuck in like creating a new logo or a new website or, you know, whatever it is, but we forget to actually go out and find our clients. So I think today you're going to get a couple of light bulb moments on where you can actually go out and find your clients. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Stay to the end. Joyce Samora talks a little bit about his course that's coming out as well. It's called The Process. And if you want to find out about it, it's for Spanish-speaking wedding photographers. All the details are in the description of this podcast episode. You can click the link and it's just called, um, it's at theprocess.es. All the details are there. Other than that, I hope you get inspired from today. I hope you get lots and lots of um, value. I hope you get a pen and paper out and you write some ideas down and I hope it helps you get closer to your goals. Hey, Joe Samora, I have you here today and I'm really excited. We're going to uh, jam out, have a bit of a conversation. This is a bit of a different podcast for everybody today because... It's not really interview. It's more just us having a conversation like we normally would and, and talking about a few stories on how to get your first lead. We can share stories on how we got our first lead and also things that we think would probably be a great idea right now and will probably work and uh, see how the conversation goes. So how are you, man? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, man. I'm really good. I'm really good. It's a hectic time. March is quite crazy, yeah. um, but it's really, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. So many things to happen, and I'm really excited about the wedding season. I already started in Colombia last, like a week ago. So yeah, I'm all in full wedding destination mood right now. You're always doing really fun things. 
I do, I do. I think <laughs> some, so, so, sometimes, sometimes it's hard to see the perspective, you know, like sometimes when you are into actually not stop doing things, it's hard to appreciate everything that you're doing. But yeah, I cannot complain to be honest. I have such a, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, oh my God, I have such an eclectic, weird kind of couples, like everyone comes from a different, completely background. And that's something mm. interesting. Like, no, everyone is the same at all. Like, it's not the same style ever. And that's so much fun because I, did, I don't never know what to expect. That makes things way funnier, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that sounds really fun. And you're always doing so many things. And I feel like in Spain, not everyone's hustling like you're hustling. Like, you're a hustler. Flying everywhere, shooting everything. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest, you, you inspired me a lot. You know that. But since I started in Spain, I didn't want to be constrained to this country and just constrained to the usually thoughts about being a wedding photographer in Spain. You know, so for some people to get out of there to try to create another business, to try to inspire, to try to do things differently, is a little bit too much. In that way, I think I always have my own independent ideas and the things I wanted to do. And to be honest, that's one of the most exciting things is to prove that wherever, wherever you are, if you really want to do something differently and you just want to connect with the right people, you can do it. And that's, that's amazing. Like there's the fact that we are here and that I have connected with your community. It's just because you have that intention to just do different things. Yeah. It makes everything amazing, man. It makes it the limits. Yeah, there's no limit, to be honest. Like, I know it sounds like cheesy <laughs> or too, you know, but it, it is true. It is true. Nowadays, with the internet, and probably mm. we'll talk about the power and the, the power of internet for starting in this business, but uh, it's just limitless, to be honest. Really is, man. And we probably sort of show our age when we start talking about how good the internet is. <laughs> oh, man. We can stay just talking about that and social media, to be honest. I, I don't yeah. know. I think Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg could hire us just to, to promote Meta better than he does, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's funny because anyone our age, we still look at you know social media platforms and the internet and we're still like mind blown to this day. It's like, oh, my God, I can do anything. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like we don't take it for granted. Like so many people do take it for granted and they worry about the algorithm changing. They worry about this, but you're sort of like me where you're just every day thankful that we get to use these platforms and we get to reach and connect with people in a meaningful way. And we get to do business, you know, it's so easy for us because, you know, you're probably more like me where you know, a little bit more introverted and it's so nice to just be able to like reach people without having to even leave your house. That's pretty crazy. That That is actually so true. Like when you say the introvert thing, like to be honest, I, I don't know right now how will I have done half of the things that I have done without that not real direct connection. You know, if I had to say things in front of a person, I would be like, oh, that yeah. would have been a hard time for me. But to be honest, like when you, when you say, okay, I mean, I, already I have the no, but if I don't mm. ask, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Everything that happened in social media that is scary and you have to do the first step to connect to someone, to a client, to another college, to whoever it is. It's usually scary, but it's definitely way less scary than when you do in real person. So I'm so glad that I was born in this time, to be honest. Really, really glad. It's really cool. So let's um, talk to the young hustlers that are getting their first lead. And we don't mean young hustlers as in your age, because people start this industry when, you know, as a creative entrepreneur in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 
70s and everywhere in between. But um, we're talking about the people right now that want to get their first lead uh, and their first booking and what we did to get there as well. So I'd actually love to hear from you, Joy. What did you do when you first had the idea that you wanted to be a wedding photographer and you had your camera and then you walked out and you're like, what's step two? <laughs> I think the, the first thing that I, I had in mind when I started is that the idea that I had to be everywhere because I was no one in the business, obviously. Mm. Like no one knew who I was. So I had really clear that I has to be everywhere. The first thing I did, and I thought it was a milestone in, in everything, I changed everything. It was to go to three workshop uh, wedding photography congress in a row, even though I haven't shoot anything so far because it allowed me to connect to so many people. And mm. something that is really interesting, I think is like when you're starting, you don't really know which kind of photographer you're going to be. You know what you like, but you don't know which kind of photographer you're going to came out to be. Totally. So I went to almost the most different Congress, the most different workshop between each other. They had nothing in common between them. That allowed me to, to understand who I was as a photographer mm. and also to connect with the right people. Because as I mentioned, yeah, I'm introvert, but when you are drunk with people in a workshop, you know, the right moment in a workshop is in the middle, in the between, not the Congress, not the speech, not the presentation is in the between. You go meeting people. Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah, amazing. I love that. That's amazing. And actually my first lead was because uh, they invite me to this Facebook group, like second shooter group. And I was like, okay, guys, I have no experience. I have to be honest. I don't have weddings. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Would you be happy? And I was quite risky. I didn't ask to be a second shooter. I asked to a guy to be his partner. I said, man, you know, I think I have ideas. I think I have things that I can provide you. Let's do this business together. Let's uh, swallow me and let's do something together. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, he was happy with that. He said, okay. So because I was so straightforward and I brought energy, I brought the energy. He didn't have a logo. He didn't have a proper web at that time. And so I brought all that to the table. He had, I remember in that time, the wedding of uh, an uncle. And we did it. We did it. I said, I'll go with you so you don't go along and you can take some time for you in the wedding of your, fam- of your family. I'll go with my back cover because you would be there so it wouldn't be that risky for me and then with that portfolio we'll get crazy we'll put it everywhere and that's what happened like we did the wedding um and then we were just actually doing shootings almost every single weekend it, it happened really fast maybe probably too fast but yeah that was the first lead that was the first wedding it was just writing <laughs> to this awesome. random guy it's just writing to reach that random guy on facebook and say look man let's do a business about photography and it happened and it happened and we last like four years together. So it's, it's, it's amazing. Like just asking, just asking is, is so important. I think that, yeah, it is. And being intentional and um, being upfront, you know, and just saying like, Hey, this is what I want. <laughs> this yeah, is what I want yeah. to do. This is my vision. This is my goals. Yeah. I think the first time I actually shot a wedding was second shooting. Not many people know this. I was working as oh, just for free for a community website. And I asked them, if there's any events, if there's anything, just just get in touch with me. I'll come and shoot it for free. So I was shooting these live events. It was like gigs and, and music and stuff like that. I'll come into town all the way up to like 2 a.m. in the morning. Barely knew how to use my camera and stuff. And, and the work was really hard, but I knew I needed to pay that success tax and, and do the work. And then from there, I actually met a connection. I was a wedding photographer and I was like, 
I asked her, I was like, hey, could I be a second photographer for you, you know, once? And um, she was like, yeah, okay. And so she's an amazing photographer as well. And I actually accidentally shot the wedding on uh, JPEGs, not RAWs. So at the end of the wedding, she fired me. <laughs> oh my God, no way. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. So I'm still friends with her today, which is funny. And she's amazing. And and she um she's always asking for advice actually. And, you know, with my workshop stuff. And, but yeah, it's just funny how those beginnings is like, you know, you, you learn by the mistakes that you make. And definitely, definitely. It's so tricky. It's so tricky. And to be honest, I think it's like when you learn how to drive, you have no idea how to drive a car. You yeah, maybe exactly. know how to move the wheel and just change the gears, but you don't know how to drive. And you just and you have to figure out. You have to get on the road and just try to not to die and try to to control everything. <laughs> and it's the same thing with weddings. Like it's so it's so, it, like you pass from almost being not moving to mm-hmm. shooting the most important day or one of the most important days of a couple, no matter which kind of plan you had in front, no matter what, they all have expectation for that day. So it's really risky. And that's yeah. why I understand the first step for so many people is so scary. But I will always push everyone who is trying to get into their first wedding to try to collaborate with someone because it's a scary. It's a so great idea. Things, hey? Yeah. So many things can go wrong. So many things. To be honest, if you have a really bad experience just when you start, you can be pushed back and decide not to go that way. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be the case because we all made mistakes. I have delayed SD cards in the past. Like, I think almost everyone, mm-hmm. but things happen. But when you have a partner, when you have a friend, when you have a second shooter with you, it's a completely different experience. You need someone with you at the start, I think. Yeah. And so I actually didn't, um, I'll, I'll share with you the story of my first wedding that I shot and the big mistake I made. But so I didn't really take notice of what happened at that wedding. And it was just a short wedding that I shot with my friend. And so when I first got my first wedding, it was actually because I was publishing on this blog called Free the Bird and I just post anything, right? I was taking photos of just flowers and trees and leaves and whatever. And someone found it. And so back in those days, your blog is kind of like Instagram, but your blog and people comment on there and stuff. And then someone commented on there saying like, Hey, would you shoot my wedding? You know, for, um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, Oh, we'll pay you $500. It's like, sure. That sounds amazing. So I shot their wedding and I've never really been to a proper wedding before. And I was there by myself. Um, Actually, my wife came with me. And then when everything was sort of finished and then the reception started, they all sat down to eat dinner. And so I assumed that it was all finished and I was like, oh, it's over. So I packed up my stuff and then I went over and I, and I like hugged the couple goodbye and they were kind of confused like, oh, okay, bye. And I left and it wasn't until like a year later because that wedding actually got featured in a lot of places. It was actually a really trendy wedding and, and everything. Okay. And it, it wasn't until like a year later, I was like, why did I leave halfway through the day? That's so interesting. And then no one ever said anything. You know, wow. I just had no idea. So They were so yeah. polite with you. They're so polite because they, I think because they sort of figured like, oh, we only paid him 500. Maybe the coverage was finished or something. Like, you know, they didn't really know what was Makes going sense. on. And I had no idea what was going on. And that was my first lead. My first booking. God, wow, wow. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy the kind of things that we do. It's kind of crazy. I had a, like, I think there is something that is really important nowadays with the first lead. Like, I, 
listening to you, I relate a lot, but you were looking this wedding because it was a really cool wedding. It was trendy. It became mm-hmm. really popular. Um, but I didn't go a, a good wedding for almost a good wedding. And let's put that in brackets, like uh, the kind of wedding that you see in magazine and blogs and totally. the kind of thing that you, that you get inspired by. I didn't go that kind of wedding for two years. And that was tough. That was really tough because to be honest, like you don't want to stay in that place for too long. Mm-hmm. But then I, I was thinking like, what can I do? Like, what can I do? Like, what can actually I can do? Because I don't know if you have the same thing in Australia or in the US, but we have this website in Spain. It's called bodas.net, which is basically weddings.com, basically. <laughs> it's, it's not many, no original. <laughs> uh, and you go there and you just put your photos, you put your business there. Uh, <laughs> weddings.com, it's just Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's amazing because the, 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 posi- the position in, in, on Google is, is crazy. <laughs> it's, awesome, it's, always, yeah. it's, it's always the first one. But you know what happened there is like you get a lot of inquiries, but usually the quality of the inquiries and the kind of... Of course, everyone's kicking the tires. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, oh my God, I don't want to stay too long. So I did change. I, I feel like I have like a renewal in my business because I Facebook again, like it's funny, by Facebook, it came out continuously on my career. I got to this um, group of people who were living, Spanish people living in Norway. Okay, random thing. Because I realized the photos I was taking here, it was too sunny. Spain was too sunny for my photos. So I thought, oh, okay, I have to go. I have to go to the north. I have to go to Norway. That's the mood I want. That's the, that's the style I want. So I text, I wrote in this group. I said, look, guys, I'm flying to Norway. No plans, to be honest. I didn't even have a hotel. I didn't have a car book. Um, if anyone is interested for a shoot, uh, I'll be happy to shoot you. So this is when the magic is still happening. I had this Polish couple in the Spanish group. I did, uh, till today, I don't know why they were in that group. And they say, hey, Joey, come to our house. We'll open your door, the house for you. We'll figure out someone to shoot. So I went there with my friend. They picked us in the airport. Next day, he brought us to this incredible place, incredible place in the middle of nowhere. It was like a biking town, beautiful. And they came with two couples with dress and suit and everything. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember to be shooting them and thinking, oh my God, this is it. This is it. This is the key. Like, this is completely different. I love everything I'm shooting. I remember that same day sharing um, the photos on Instagram and it was featured in Look Like Film. I don't know if you heard about that. Look Like yeah, Film. I've heard yeah, them, yeah. And man, that changed everything. The inquiries I got from that same day, like it was so open, mind blowing. It was completely different. And it was just, That's oh my God, awesome. it, just, it just took to have another step forward and just to try to get out of your comfort zone in a way and everything started happening since then crazy shit happened it's amazing hey when you step out of your comfort zone and go and just go and get to work like get to work you know so so the story goes like for me when I first started was um I quit my job I I just I didn't have any work booked in but I just quit my job and I think I remember telling you this and um I was like I'm gonna be a full-time wedding photographer and I quit my job and I had no work or no money and I realized real quickly, I was like, oh, shit, I need some work real fast because rent's coming up now. And I had I've, I had no money in the bank account. And then I was like doing, I was just like sort of brainstorming on a piece of paper. And I was like, oh, I've got a car and that's worth some money. So I walked out and I put a full sale sign on it and I sold it for way too cheap. Now I got that money. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the US. I'm just going to shoot some weddings for free, as many wow. as I can. It doesn't matter. For anyone, anywhere, I'm going to get myself there. And me and my wife, we went over there and we did that. 
and just just to feed ourselves in between, we just stayed on people's couches. We did some wolfing, which is like worldwide organic farming, just to get some food. Wow. We were like traveling, like so skimp, man. It was just crazy. But what I did happen, like after that, you know, it cost about $20,000 for the three months that were there. All the internal flights to shoot eight weddings and all the rest of the stuff that happened for both of us, right? But when I came back, a whole lot of those weddings, and I didn't know what step two was. I just knew step one, I had to get to work because it's like, regardless if I was getting paid or not, it doesn't matter because my goal was to be a full-time wedding photographer, not be full-time making money, you know? So that was the goal. And so step two was I, I brought back all these weddings and then I submitted them into all these magazines and like Junebug Wedding said, yes. Um, Hello May Magazine said, oh, wow. yes. There was, there was a whole bunch of them. And I think about five of them got featured maybe the same week. And I remember from there, wow. I remember I had like about 20 inquiries because I was the only like international wedding photographer in Australia, basically. And I was mind blown. Wow. I was like, oh my God, here it is. This is, this is. I, I didn't know what step two was, but this just, you know, me getting to work just got me work. <laughs> and so That's it, it, that momentum has just moved on since that day, basically. Yeah. You mentioned something that actually is really interesting for me because uh, as an educator, I see, I see as well, and probably you see as well, like there are people that came to this business um, with no pressure because they have another mm-hmm. job. And that's, I think, from my point of view, a completely different journey because usually you can take it easy. But in my case, I had, I remember I was finishing my degree in law, nothing related with photography. I hate <laughs> it. Um, I was feeling quite pressured because to be honest, I didn't like it. And we were in Spain in a really bad economic situation by that moment. And I remember by that time, my grandma just passed. Um, um, I had like 2000 euros in my bank. I have no income in Spain, <laughs> not everyone. But if you are young and you're studying, it's quite tough to find another job. Like you just study, you finish studying, you try to find a job as soon as possible. And so I was in that moment of 50 euros per week that I had to spend almost nothing. And I have like 2000 euros in the bank. And I said, okay, I had to make this count. I had to make this be the star of my business and I need to mm. make it happen right now. So it's what you mentioned. You have to do risky thing. If you don't risk anything, if you don't feel like you have the pressure that you it takes you to new places and try to try different things. You got to put yourself in that corner. Hey, like you got to back yourself in the corner. So then you have to fight your way out and things blow yeah. up in that space. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You have to think, do things that you never expected to do. Never expected yeah. to do. Otherwise, nothing is going to happen. You know, so many people in the wedding industry, so many, every year, I think they have more and more. And that's great, to be honest, because we are building this huge industry. Mm-hmm. But if you came right now to this industry, you had to be disrupted. You had to be to fighting. Bring, yeah, yeah. I always said to everyone new, to everyone who come and say, Joey, how I shoot the first wedding? And I said, well, you have to be like a gorilla. You are fighting a bigger army. You are fighting everyone, which is fine. It's a healthy fight. It's not, a, you should fight a healthy fight. But if you fight a bigger army and you don't have resources, you have to be guerrilla. You have to figure out, you have to ambush, you have to do everything that you have. You got to get scrappy. You got to get in the trenches. Yeah, you have to throw a sand in the eyes of the enemy, basically. (laughs) (laughs) There's a quote. (laughs) Yeah, that's a quote. That's a quote. In a nice way, please, in a nice way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to do everything in your hands. And that means like yeah. be disruptive, creating new things, creating new sources and asking everyone on the street. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to be honest. And it's not easy. And I've got to say like, uh, this is honest, Joy, the amount of times that I have um, 
throughout my career, just in the last eight years, right? I have been in the situation where I've almost lost everything. And the last time was actually in 2020. And wow. just the other day I was um, organizing a shoot and I was looking around for my large format film camera and I asked Morgan and I was like, Morgan, where's that camera going? And I'm looking around and he's like, dude, you sold it in 2020 to keep the business like going for another week, remember? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did sell it. I forgot just to have an extra $1,000 just so I could keep it going, just so I could, wow. like, you know, move things on. And that was only two years ago. And But the amount of times that's happened to me, the reason being is because I've actually never played it safe. Even when even when I had a bigger name and even when there was more followers and even when there was, like, things should have been easy, I've always made sure that things have never been easy for myself. So I'm always in the situation that I'm always fighting myself out of a corner and doing whatever it takes to make the dream work. And I think, I think you can never lose that because if you lose that, that's when you start going downhill, you know? Definitely. Definitely. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's so important. Like to be honest, I have been in the industry for eight years and I still taking risks. I continuously changing my idea client. I continuously challenging myself to do something new because mm. otherwise this business is not for me just to make money. Obviously money is amazing, but I do crave the creativity. If I'm not shooting something that I'm really inspired by, I cannot be in this business. I just can't. Exactly. I need to, you need to risk it. I always say, man, if you want to go find money, there's so many easier ways to find money. There is definitely, so, like, I mean, <laughs> like, I could literally, like, there's so many skills that I have that would make me so much more money. Even if I just wanted to day trade crypto or, or do something like that, like I could do it. There's no problem. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, I'm not here for the money though. Like I'm not going to be fulfilled doing those things. And that's why I'm here. This is lifestyle. This is a, continue, yeah. a completely different lifestyle. Like I don't see anyone going to Congress like we go, having communities like we have. Like it's mm. just completely different. It's just absolutely different. Um, and we work with people. I don't think sometimes when they gave me, they asked me, like, Joey, like, what's the best thing that you had done for your business? It's basically working in my social skills. That's what gave me more weddings, to be honest. Like, because it doesn't matter if you have a huge account on Instagram. It doesn't matter how good you are as a photographer. Obviously, all those things are going to help for sure. But being the right person, being nice with the people, being able to connect with them and understand their fears and, and their doubts and everything, that's what allows you to grow so fast. Because I remember first year, I shoot 70 weddings, 70 weddings. Like, I yeah. don't know how to, I did it right now. Like, I, I understand my wrinkles now. You're hungry. You're hungry, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You haven't been fed yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and just the, the how everything opens, how your community, I always imagine like your business as a spider web, you know, and mm. when you start, it's really small. So no mosquito, no insects get into your web, mm-hmm. calling them client. But in the moment that you start talking to the right people and you connect with them so fast, it's your web, that web. Well, yeah, it gets so big. It gets almost unstoppable. Like it's just connection, connection, connections. Until people are just walking into it. Yeah. And then if you do a great job and you're nice in the wedding day, you're going to bring more weddings in. That's it. That's the basic thing, to be honest. Hey, so I want to break a few myths and we'll talk about like getting some um, new leads again. One myth is like you need big followers or you need a new website or you need new branding or you need something to get your first lead. I'd like to break that myth. And I did break that myth when I started my Jack Short business, right? Um, so you've seen the documentary and I'm not sure um, if all the listeners have seen the documentary, but you can actually find it on my homepage at jialong.co.co. But basically what I did was 
inside my course, everyone was telling me, or everyone would have resistance, right? And say like, yeah, Jai, you can just book work because you've already got followers. And people are saying this my whole life. Yeah, Jai, you can do it because you're talented. Yeah, Jai, because you've got a name. Yeah, Jai, because you get opportunities. Like whatever. Yeah, Jai, because you're lucky. And so I was set out to go like, okay, so what if I started again and no one knew who I was and I go undercover and I have to go find my first leads? So the first thing I did was I went to the marriage registry in the city and I just walked up to the stairs and I just stood there all day from start to finish of the day and just waited for someone to walk past that looked like they're going to get married. And then finally someone was there and they were getting married and they didn't have a photographer. And I walked up to them and said, hey, can I shoot your wedding? Like, you don't have to pay me. I just want to shoot your wedding. So now I can post something on my Instagram. Now I can actually put something on my website and I've got a portfolio. And so they allowed me and they ended up paying me $50 as well. So I was like, yes, I did wow. that. And then the next thing is I walked into the park, um, which was next to the place, next to the registry. And I just walked around looking for couples and there was a couple sitting there and I walked up to them and I said, Hey, you guys, by any chance, are you guys engaged? And they said, yeah, we are actually. And I was like, great. Can I get a photo? And they said, yes. And then I'm like, sweet. And then after I took a photo, I was like, could I get your email address? I'd love to send you this photo and I'd love to talk to you about your wedding. And so I ended up booking that couple. The crazy thing was after that hustle of that week, we put up posters. I just went and just talked to people in the street. I did a whole bunch of things over five days. I think after it, which a lot of people don't realize is we got enough inquiries to book about $30,000 worth of work. And that was just five days worth of work of just walking around meeting people without, you know, I think I had about 11 Instagram followers, you know, it was just like the bare minimum of everything. And the reason why I'm share that is because too often we get stuck in working on all the things because we're comparing ourselves to other photographers and thinking that we're left behind. So the things that we've worked on, and you see this over and over, I know you do, Joy, like at your workshops, people say stuff like, I just need one more thousand followers. I just need yeah. 10,000 followers. I just need a brand new website. I just need to rank number one in Google. I just need like a chart topping podcast. I just need, and it's always, I just need to be featured in the best magazine possible. And it's like, yeah, it's always something more. Are, yeah, those things are all great and everything, but it's not going to get you your first lead. And you're already, you're, you're overworking to try and get something that's unattainable when really, What's the quickest way to get your lead? Like walk down to your local church, walk down to your local registry, walk down to, you know, your local venue or something and say, hey, I'm here and I'm ready to go. I did have anything like, man, this is what you said. Like, to be honest, like we cannot miss the point that uh, our life happens in the real life, in the real Mm. world. Social media is amazing. And I will always say right now it's the best tool or one of the best tools that we have to connect to people all around the world, for sure. But real things happen in real world. So when I was starting as well, I just uh, did a list of all the venues that I had in my area where I saw the cool weddings were happening. So I just went to one and another and another and another and another and offered myself as a photographer there. I said, look, guys, I have no experience. I have to be honest with you, but I can shoot for you. I can shoot the venue. I can be like a second shooter for the venue in case you need to cover. Because you know what happened? Like so many wedding photographers just go to a wedding and then they never send photos to the venue and they do need photos because otherwise they cannot promote their business. They just can't. So I went and said, okay, I can be that guy. I'll go, I'll work for free. If you have a wedding here, I'll come as a photographer for the venue. I'll shoot everything that's happening and then I'll provide you the photos. And hopefully, eventually, you will recommend me. Um, and in one wedding, what happened, it was that I was shooting in this place for free, okay, for free. And then this beautiful wedding happened that day. 
And I talked to the photographer, the official photographer said, look, man, I don't want to interrupt or distort your work. I'm going to be here. But if you want me to move, just let me know. He was this kind of people that you connect sometimes that they're really nice people and they are not scared of competition. I said, look, Joy, no worries, whatever. Actually, I'm going to talk to the couple so you maybe can share some of the photos of them. And I remember to be shooting from really far away because I was scared as fuck of shooting alone to the couple. I took this photo with the 85. It was beautiful. It was in the aisle where they were coming out. And they said, yeah, definitely. They say, yes, you can share this photo. No problem at all. I shared those photos. Again, a lot of wedding came from that venue because it was it became like a, like that trendy photo for the venue because it was beautiful. Um, they recommend me over and over and over again. So it's just so many ways. It's so many ways. Like you can become really creative and just be out there. It's the, it's the key. It's the key. And just being, like you said, one of the keys is like actually getting out, the, out of your lounge room because nothing's happening in there. You know, out of your bedroom and going for a walk and just meeting people. And honestly, like the amount of times that I've showed people like how powerful that is, it's actually been mind blowing. So one of the times that I booked, and this is what you could use for your first lead. One of the things that I did that got me over six figures worth of leads this one day, I went to a venue. I, I literally one day I was like, oh man, I was just sort of frustrated. I'm like, I got no leads. Like I need to go, I need to go and get some leads. This is what my thought process was. And I was like, all right, I'll hit the car, jump in my car. Oh, oh, sorry. I had to hire a car because don't forget people don't realize this, but my whole career, I didn't have a car because wow. I sold it at the start and I never rebought it because I've just been hustling my photography business. So I, I hire a car every weekend. <laughs> so I hired a car. <laughs> And it cost me money. And so I started driving out to these venues and I was just literally just walking around these venues and, you know, taking a couple of photos, but just looking at them and sort of just like, just looking for an opportunity. I don't actually know what I was looking for, but I was looking for something. And so I walked past this little room and there's this lineup of people coming out of this room. And I'm like looking at this lineup and I was thinking, I wonder what's going on in there. And I stuck my head in, I seen the wedding planner in there and they're like going over some details. So I talked to one of the staff members and they said, yeah, the lineup is all couples that are engaged that are thinking about um, booking this venue. And I'm wow. standing there and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you, you know, my eyes, <laughs> you can see my eyes right now just lighting up. I'm just thinking, oh my God, jackpot. Like, while everyone else is comparing, competing on Instagram and using hashtags and doing all these like, you know, whatever scandalous things they're doing with the DMs and the pods and all this kind of stuff. Like I'm standing there and I'm just like, there's not one other photographer here and there's probably about 30 couples here. So I stood there all day until, until everyone was gone. So I walked in, I was the last one to walk in to talk to the wedding planner. And when I walked in, I seen this old ratty kind of looking wedding album. And the first thing I said is like, how long has this wedding album been here? And I said, oh, probably like 10 years. God. I said, okay, awesome. So what if, because I've shot at this venue before, I was like, what if I go home and create you a brand new one to better showcase your venue? So then that way you're going to book more clients, all these clients that are walking through the door. Like, can I do that? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Man, you should have seen how fast I was driving home. I should have got some speeding fines because I got <laughs> home. And I was just like, I quickly created this album and it was, it was fucking beautiful as well. And then wow. it took about a week and a half to get back. I just drove straight back out there. And I remember I moved the other, I didn't, I didn't get rid of the old ratty album because I wanted to, people to compare me with that one, mm -hmm. but I put mm -hmm. my new album sitting there. And then I think within the next 12 months, I booked about six figures worth of work from that wow. one venue. Cause everyone that was standing in line, just waiting, waiting, they'd all look through it. And I had like a little description of who I was. 
and my website on there, my Instagram account. And so they'll follow me and they'll send me a DM or they'll send me inquiries straight from there. And, say, and every single one of them will be like, Jai, we're just in love with this album. I can't believe it. Your photography is just next level. Amazing, huh? All that just from me going for a drive, looking around, where's my clients? What can I do? You know, but you had to, you had to be creative. Actually, yeah. talking to you right now, I just realized how important it is to be in the ground because of course I realized like when, when I was studying as well, I went to this wedding fair for vendors, every kind of vendors. And I didn't have a stand because I didn't have money to pay for it. That was the reality. It cost like 4,000 euros to have the stand there. And I didn't have that money in the moment. So I just went there because I knew some people. I said, okay, I'm just going to come here with my iPad. Uh, Opie came with me as well. We were trying to team up and just be around there. So I came with my iPad and it was tough because, you know, they have all the biggest stands. They have really mm. professional things. And I was just there with my friend, with my partner, um, with Opie, with our iPad. So this videographer tell us, okay, guys, even though you don't have a stand, you can stay with us here. Just stay in the corner and don't take too much attention from us. Just try to sell when they are leaving. And I said, okay, okay, that's fine. But if you develop a skill, and in this way, I was really developing my sales speech. I was able to convince almost everyone that I was a really good photographer, even though I didn't have many photos by the moment. That day, because we could only be one day, they only allow us mm. one day. The funny thing was like these uh, videographers were empty, no queue. And then two guys with an iPad standing up. We have a queue of people just trying to talk with us. Amazing, said, isn't it? What, what's going on with it? What's going on with these guys? Um, and, and we were like, just different. Like, you know, everyone was showing, throwing albums. I remember mm. this guy who was giving away a drone and we were just with the iPad, but there were people around and you could tell that they came and they stayed talking with us for hours. So we booked like probably 12 weddings that day. 12 wow. weddings that day. And then they kick us out because they didn't want us anymore to compete with them. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. We didn't pay. It was, I mean, we're still glad that we did it. So that's the way you had to be there. You had to be there and just to develop the kind of skills that so many people, you probably know this as well, but how many people just spend all the hours trying to push Instagram because Instagram works for photographers. Like, of course, do different things. If you don't do anything different, well, there's, I think there's a reason for it too, Joy. Like one reason is like people like myself and yourself that's been on Instagram for a long time, we had success, you know, especially years ago. But what happens is so many educators now just educate, like you need to get on Instagram and you got to do this and this. <laughs> and they're educating stuff that worked for them five years ago that doesn't work now. And so now yeah. everyone's feeling overwhelmed. They're doing all this work and nothing's actually happening for them. And so they're kind of getting fed the wrong information. Completely. And then people like us that are educating something a little bit different and saying like, hey, get out of your lounge room, go out there and meet someone. I don't know if you get any pushback, but I do because people say, well, give me a real tactic. What's the Instagram hashtags I should be using? And I'm like, you don't understand what I'm saying here. I want to say this, Joy, how much work have you actually booked from all your Facebook ads, from all your Google ads, from your Instagram ads, from all the time spent on Instagram, from all your billboards and campaigns and all your marketing that you've done versus how much have you actually booked from going out there and doing the work? I have shivers right now because I was thinking about that. And to be honest, even nowadays, I have about, I don't know, about 60,000 followers on Instagram. 
almost everything I get, like I would say um, 70% was built outside of social media. Absolutely. It's the same as me, for sure. Yeah. You, you, like Instagram nowadays is like your website. Obviously, they're going to contact you through that, mm-hmm. but not because you were on Instagram. And I see so many people frustrated because they are almost hitting the wall continuously on Instagram. Because to be honest, even nowadays, and I kind of understand how campaigns and advertising works, I don't push it. I don't push that. It's not fun for me, to be honest. It's mm. not that much fun. I can do it. And it's great to do it sometime in automatic mode so you get the request. But it's everything about, even in social media, if you're going to get leads through social media, it's because you show who you are. And you have that real yeah. connection just, just in the virtual world. But because you portray better than the rest who you are and what you have to give, that's why you're getting the list. Not because you have a lot of followers. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, the, well, the followers, people don't realize, and, I, and I've realized this from the start, that's not the thing that gets you the work. It's the social proof. And so they found your work and they're like, oh my God. And they heard through the grapevine that you're an amazing person. They get on your Instagram and they go, oh, there's a business with some social proof. Like, obviously people trust them. And then like, oh, happy days, you know? So yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it happens to you, but to be honest, when I get into Instagram or something like that, I see how good the photographers are nowadays. Everyone. Of course. How can you compete? You're not good enough, man. And I'm not good enough. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. It's, it's, <laughs> like, how could I, you I'm compete? Always <laughs> <laughs> they book me. They book me because they want me as joy in the wedding day. They don't, it's not the photos. Obviously the photos help. And I try to push them to be the best version that I can provide. But they hire me just because who I am and because they know that I can provide them a really beautiful experience, a really human connection. That's it. That's it. That's the important thing. Work on that. Don't worry that. Obviously work in your photos, but work in the image that you portray and the connection that you can do through social media. The because the only thing brand, that you have yeah. is a, it's, it's a speaker. It's a speaker for your personality that you have in social media. And that's the only thing. Like I, I really align with your thoughts. So since I saw you in social media, I was like, oh my God, someday I want to do something with this guy because it's just something that I aligned with. And mm. that's what you have to do with your clients. Just be the real Jew work in your communication so you are able to actually communicate who you are and not pretending to be someone else. And when you work in that, leads are going to come in because you're going to relate with people. I don't understand how many people I get because I just have dogs and I show my dogs on Instagram and they relate with that uh, because they have dogs. And we already have a conversation. We talk about puppies and then everything <laughs> is beautiful and they and they want to book me. And this is stupid, but people, we are like that. We are emotional. and That's what we have to do. You know, um, Dan O'Day, he's an amazing photographer, Australian photographer. And um, he was on the podcast. He was one of the first guests I had on the podcast. And if anyone wants to go back and have a listen to this episode, because I'm going to share a bit of his story, but I'm going to butcher it, of course. But go back. It's one of the first episodes, maybe episode three or something like that. But Dan O'Day talks about how he first started. And it was real interesting. So it was a little bit before social media because he was like sort of in the wave before before us. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about like one of the first things he did was he realized he needed to advertise. So he went and um, put a ad in the local paper for like cheap photography. And then every time he would book a new deposit, he'd, he'd run the ad again. But then after a while, he got so many deposits. By the time he he's got to his first wedding, which was in 12 months, he had enough money from the deposits to pay for his camera. So just in wow. time. So then he could shoot the wedding. So it was just a really cool story because 
he came about it and thought so differently and he put his money into advertising before he even had gear or even knew how wow. to use his gear. And then, and then the rest sort of grew. And yeah. So I do think like things like that, um, it's not too late now for things like that as well, because like, for instance, like one thing I seen not too long ago was um, I walked into a health food store and when I went okay. to this health food store, there was a billboard right next to me in this health food store. And this is a trendy part of town, you know, people have money, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so I walk in there and I see this photo of this young woman and she looks pretty trendy and she's, she's there and she's holding a camera and underneath it says something along the lines of like, are you engaged and looking for a wedding photographer, but you don't want to stuffy photos overpriced and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And just ask a few questions. And then they said, well, wow. I'm a wedding photographer and I would love to be there on your wedding day. And then underneath, I had like the Instagram the papers. and the little papers that you rip off, right? I oh, walked wow. past it and I seen all the papers were ripped off. And I seen that it's only just been put up as well. And I looked at it and I was like, that one poster, I bet you that girl is going to book so much work. Like right now oh. I'm looking at it. I personally would book her over everyone else on Instagram because I'm looking at it I'm like, Hey, I'm in this health food store. Like I relate to her. Obviously, you know, I'm the perfect clientele that she was talking to. And I'm literally the sucker that would go, Oh, that's, that stands out. And, and I think about things like that, man. Like, I'm like, if you think a little bit differently and you just do little hacks like this, like how can you get yourself out there in front of your clients the fastest way possible where you're not competing with anybody else? Then I think that's the key to your first leads. Definitely. I'm, I mean, obviously it's what we say, like Instagram and all that great. But we need to be in other places. And if you're in social media, because for some people, like let's imagine, okay, let's say this guy, this photographer that lives in a little town is not in that market that you are going to be seen by really cool people. You are in this really weird place. Okay, just go in social media, but don't go to the kind of places where you always go. Don't go to photographer groups. Go to actually, like for example, I, re I remember when I was starting, I went to every single Facebook group of community. Like for example, in my city in Cordoba, there were groups to sell in furniture. There were groups to help each other. And I would go there and people would say, hey guys, for example, if you have, uh, you're moving homes, I can help you out. I can help you out. There, there was the kind of community in Facebook that people help. I can provide my work. Like if you are getting married and there are so many people there that cannot afford to pay the photographer that they love, that, but they're going to put a lot of time and effort in the wedding because obviously everyone does care about the wedding, but you can provide it. To be honest, at the start, I did shoot a lot, not for free. I shoot a few times for free, but I shoot mostly quite cheap, really cheap, but I was building up my portfolio. I was building up my portfolio. I was building up connection. And the, the funny thing is that you never know who is looking at. You never know mm, who is the friend of so that person. Right. You never so know. Right. You never know. And I remember I, I shoot once because of this Facebook group and the wedding was really small, really tiny, really normal. But the friends were not that normal, not that tiny wedding. And they obviously recommend me because they, mm -hmm. they, can, they, they kind of own me, even though for me it was so amazing <laughs> to shoot them. And next next year, I have one of the probably the nicest wedding I did like in three years because of them. So you just have to build connections in real world. Um, things will happen eventually. Yes. And if you are in the middle of nowhere and you don't have that access to something that inspire you, just go to normal people. Just go to your community. You go. Joey, can I give you a massive secret? Yes, please. I've never told anyone this. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my massive secret, man. One thing I I worked out. You're like what you're talking about here is like 
what I worked out was who talks the most in the community. And I had to think about it, right? And then I was like, wow. two people, hairdressers and baristas. And then I sure. thought about it and I was like, man, they tell everyone everything and everyone tells them everything, right? Wow. So I actually did an experiment and I went down to my barista and I just started chewing his ear off and told him how I'm a wedding photographer. Like I, I shoot all these things and I'm looking for work. And, I, and you know, I just told him how fun it is and how passionate I am and my hairdresser. And over the years, I reckon I've booked more work from my barista and hairdresser than everyone else combined <laughs> because to this day, they're my biggest mascots and they still go, oh, you haven't heard, you're getting married. My friend Jai, he's amazing. Like one of my clients, his photography gets wow. featured here and he's on Instagram. Of course they all talk, right? And so I think about that. I'm like, who talks? Who is the center of a community? Go to those people, you know, whoever it is in the community. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's your priest. Maybe it's your I was thinking, I was thinking the university. Priest. Yeah. Maybe it's um like whoever it is, whoever talks the most, go to those people and tell wow. them about what you're up to. That's so funny, man. That's so good. Actually, <laughs> I never I never thought about that to be honest. I always because that's what we have so many limiting thoughts about of course where our work is going to be we just think about okay okay it has to be wedding people wedding people somehow it has to be vendors that are related with wedding they have to have the name wedding somehow and exactly. it's true man like we think we don't think outside the box and look like of course like that person that barista is going to be talking to hundreds of people every day hundreds yes and also think about like if they go to the barista they're probably in the age of getting married for exactly sure. that was the main thing right like that yeah. barista, everyone there is like about 25 to 30 years old. And then same as where I get my hair cut. I'm like, everyone in there is about 20 to 30, you know? So I'm like, everyone's getting married. I can, I'm, I'm looking around right now. And I'm like, if I'm getting my hair cut, I'm looking around. I'm like, there's at least like three clients in here. I just, I need to go over and start a conversation. <laughs> it's funny because um, you have to be out there and you have to put your work out there. So I remember I was, was, once working in a cafe and I was editing photos and, you know, I quite tried to make people notice that I'm a wedding photographer and I editing weddings because not many people, you don't go at a cafe you see people working, you see people sending emails, mm. but you don't see them editing weddings usually. So I was there and I was put, moving my laptop. So people who enter in the, in the cafe could see that I was editing. And then it goes once uh, this girl who came and said, Oh, what are you editing? I said, Oh no, I'm a wedding photographer. I'm editing the wedding. She said, Oh, but my, my sister is getting married. Can I recommend you? And we got a booking. And the same thing happened once in a plane yes, because awesome. my, the, the person I have in the other seat was like, Oh my God, are you a wedding photographer? I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually flying to Germany to shoot in a wedding. I said, Oh, but why do you travel to other countries to shoot wedding? And I was like, Okay, this is the kind of thing right, right now. It's happening, blah, blah, blah. And I get a booking as well for that. So you have to be. In the real world, you have to show your work when people are going to be seeing it. That's it. Hey, so you just gave me this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make stickers that says, I'm a wedding photographer, book me. And then people can like just scribble in their Instagram handle and then they can stick it on their laptop. So if they're sitting at a cafe, like, That's a good definitely one. should have a billboard up saying, I'm a wedding photographer, book me, you know, or, ha or like talk to me. Just say, talk to me. Think people are really shy and some people won't do the first step move to call and ask you, Hey man, are you a wedding photographer? But if mm. you have your uh, Instagram account. Exactly. And then they always say like, Oh, I seen you in the cafe. You know, they, you, we can play with um, curiosity. Curiosity is a yes. strong thing. 
why don't you have a QR code in the back of your computers? I'm telling you, <laughs> some, people people, <laughs> some people are going to do it. Some people are going to do it for and sure. And then you say like, dare, like, I dare you or something and then have an arrow to your QR code. Come and say hi. Come and say hi. Uh, and something like that. But so many ways. There are so many ways. It's just fun. You have to do something fun. And so it's funny because, okay, right now we're just brainstorming on how to get work, right? But imagine if I did this every single day of the year. So let's just say 350, whatever days there is per year, I just go, okay, every day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to my barista. Next day I'm going to talk to my hairdresser. Next day I'm going to make a sticker to put on my thing and I'm just going to work in the in the cafe. Next day, I'm going to go do a shoot for free. Next day, I'm going to email a venue. Do you think, Joy, at the end of this year, I'm going to be looking for work? Oh my God, you won't be able to do as much work as you no. book. No, no, not at all. Absolutely I mean, not. <laughs> no. There's no. just no chance. No. And I know this for a fact because, I mean, me and you have done this for years. And you just know if you show up with that much relentlessness, right? And you have unrealistic goals and you show up with unrealistic action like that. I can't see how there's any way possible, even if you don't have a website, even if you don't have Instagram, even if you don't even have a business name, I don't see how you couldn't be booked out for the whole year. Just can't, I can't yeah. imagine it. Yeah, no, it's important. And also how many <laughs> skills, how many skills have you learned in the process that will help you in the future with everything? Yes. And like you were saying before, the skills that you learn is like the sales skills. So you can talk to people and, and learn how to actually sell your stuff and um, just communicating, like communication skills. Like there's so many skills. No, man, it's so cool. I think the only thing that you have to have when you start is that passion to grow. If you don't have that passion, it's going to wait. You cannot expect that job is going to knock in your door and come and say, hey, we are here waiting for you. No. Has that you ever happened to, to you? <laughs> no, never, never, to be honest. Dude, no, uh, not like to... I'm waiting, man. I've been in the industry for eight years <laughs> shooting weddings. I'm waiting for the day that someone just walks in and, and I've just made my break, that I don't no. have to be the one proactively getting my clients. And I'm And I'm still scratching my head of like, why is it that I'm still making my own break like every single day? You know, it hasn't stopped. This is this is reality right now. There's so many people out there. So yeah. many people. Well, you are not that special. You are probably special. No, get me <laughs> wrong. You are special for sure. <laughs> but for people, they don't know. They don't know that you are special. So you have to go and tell them how Until special you, tell you them, are. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's simple. That is it. Hey, um, I know you. your course actually, the process is opening up very soon. Could you tell us a little bit about that just so we can uh, wrap up? And I want to know, I just want to know like, um, who's it for and, um, and what is it about? Sure thing, man. Well, uh, the process is a course, online course. It lasts a year usually. It's mostly for creative wedding photographers, destination weddings, uh, um, wedding planners, everyone related with the wedding. But I do have a lot of people in the course that are not related with the wedding industry. And that's something that I love because I'm learning a lot awesome. about how to get this. Actually, I had a video call yesterday with one of the people I have in the course and she's a music producer for Indigenous. And it was amazing to bring the kind of knowledge I have to a completely different market. And so we are they're basically sharing how to grow your business in a holistic way. Because for me, and we mentioned in this podcast, it's not just about having money. It's also creating natural connection and grow as a person. So I'm really pushing there to have your time and to have your right routine. So you do meditation, you do journaling, you are healthy in your mind. So your business becomes healthier and healthier as well. I do deeply believe in that. Um, to grow as a person so your business grow with you and that's what we are doing that's what we are doing we have a lot of things there we have people inspiring us uh, we have master class 
hopefully I'll have you on it soon because I want to talk a lot of things about with you. And yeah, it's mostly for Spanish people, Spanish speaker, uh, because I really want to, I think it was a lack in the Spanish community of this kind of connection and mostly to, you know, and this is something important for me. I just want to say, I love how the English speaking community understand that growth is possible if you believe in it. But I had the feeling in so many Latin American countries and Spain, we have been educated in not believing in ourselves. And we always look outside our or industry thinking, shit, it's not going to happen to me. Um, I just want to provide these people a safe place to dream and to push the dream of those people because it's possible. Like I, I'm a Spanish and doing well. And if it was possible for me, it's possible for everyone. So yeah, that's the process. It's amazing, man. And the cool thing is like you're out there, you know, you spoke at the Wedding Photography Summit, you're a part of the business map, like you're out there and you're learning stuff from all parts of the world and you're bringing it, you're bringing it back. And, and so you're teaching or you're preaching what you actually do. And I love that. Yeah, man. It's such a... Right. It's, I'm learning a lot. And every time I talk to someone and I'm in the six figure and the community that you have is incredible, actually incredible. I, I see how much yeah. passion and how much energy they put every single day that I'm it's overwhelmed. I go every day to Facebook and it's like, it's oh my mind God, mind blowing. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's, it's like, I cannot believe how much, how passionate, how committed everyone is in this community. And that's, to be honest, if I have, if I have to upload anything that you have done in your career is how you have been able to be a community that is so strong together and they are so willing to learn and teach each other that that's something that is unbalable, man. That's unbalable. That's incredible. It is. Hey, um, whereabouts can we go to find more information about your course? Well, you can go to theprocess.es. Then you can do uh, get in the wait list because it will be released the 1st of April, the next thing. Um, yeah. On my Instagram as well, you can find all the information. I'm always there uh, talking in the camera. And what's your Instagram? Oh, that's a tough one. That's uh, the I'm marketing. That's the worst marketing I have ever done in my career, which is to have this weird name. It's at Dark Maido. I know it sounds really weird, but if you put Joy Samora, it will come up as well. And I have it underneath the show notes, so you can just click on the description of this <laughs> episode. And again, if you want to go find the process, it's theprocess.com. ES. So get over there and have a look. Um, beautiful branding. It's a beautiful course, beautiful educator. Joy, thank you so much for sharing how you've got your first leads and some stories and everything else in between. I know someone's going to be listening to this podcast and it's going to equip them with the uh, confidence and with the permission to get out of their lounge room and to just get out into the world and walk around and look for those opportunities and start opening those doors for themselves. So thank you so much. Thanks to you. Um, just again, thank you for giving me this voice and to everyone who is uh, listening and is struggling to get the first lead. Just be passionate about it. Just be passionate about it. It will come. It will come. Just be creative and put all your heart and all your energy in there and it will happen.